73, 74, 75, 76. 76 million. Yeah, 76 million dollars. What what uh what would you do with that amount of money? Uh can you imagine that like if it was just sitting here like on the floor stacked up just and 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 the fact that they could just say we don't want you around so bad that we're going to pay this big stack of money uh-huh. and pay the next guy, right? Yeah. On top of that, like this is how bad we don't want you around. We're going to give you this stack of money to go away. Yeah, and I think I heard today that his contract had a thing where he could get hired and make money from the new school and still make the $76 million. Not that he would mm. need to, because like, I think I would go to a beach for a little while, right? You wouldn't hear from me. Yeah. Probably ever again. That's what Southern, Southern Miss needs to get fired by an SEC school. Yeah. So that we can get rich. So we could pay our athletic budget, like, yeah. you know, multiple years. Mm, goodness gracious. Well, we've got more of that coming yeah. up on this, on this episode. <laughs> um, let's, let's go ahead and get to the show. Welcome to To The Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, the original and longest-running Southern Miss podcast in the market. We are recording this on, Pilo? November the 13th. From beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi, here as always with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda, kind of, today, to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. Yo, yeah, uh, I think you said earlier uh, you'd never see them. Yeah, I think I would like move to a beach and open a food truck that sells fish tacos. That's and that I just grand. go fishing in the morning, catch the fish fresh, work for like a few hours during lunch, and then shut it down at like two and go play golf. I would Fun. like to live somewhere where I, where shoes just aren't required. Yeah, no somewhere shoes. I could fish and golf. And be in a beautiful area with good weather. Yeah, that's all I need. Yeah. You know, John Smith plays uh, plays golf barefooted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you you know, we went, what was that? I think, was that during the conference tournament last couple years? Yeah, I think it was. We and you and Sutton and John Smith went. And I had no idea, right? This was a thing. And we get on the first tee at Purvis. And I look over and John Smith doesn't have shoes on. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Bro, you know, like they use lots of chemicals out here. (laughs) You know, the grocery (laughs) store feet. Oh, goodness. Um, Today's episode is, of course, brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill, Hattiesburg's premier neighborhood sports bar. Not only do they have the famous home-style plate lunches Monday through Friday, but they also have weekly drink specials. Make 4th Street Bar and Grill your go-to spot for all Sutter Miss games home and away. 4th Street Bar and Grill, we install and service hangovers. I was there this week. Uh, I was there for, for the for the ULL mm-hmm. game. 
Yeah, I know they hate that ULL thing, man, but won a game, right? That'll take the L away. We took our L's away. I was doing all those L's. Now I got some W's, you know? Yeah. Won a game, boys. Uh, and, and thank goodness my wife is cool because it have to, I was supposed to just stay there for half the game. And and I text her and um, just, I was like, hey, look, you know, I just had this, this goal line stand. And, um, and she was like, well, you can't leave now. You have to stay. I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, so I've got the best wife of all time because um, she let me stay the entire time. Uh, well, so that happened. But what else happened since the last time we recorded? That that win uh, made us – we figured out how to go streaking, right? Yeah. Two in a row. Yeah, we did. That's a streak. Uh, basketball is back in action. One game here and one up in Ohio. Had a really long weekend with uh, the football being on Thursday and basketball on Friday. It was a really long, awesome weekend. I thoroughly enjoyed it. My son got baptized. Yeah. Um, and we he will receive his first communion in April, I believe. That's when that happens. Um, hard segue here, but uh, the G spot G spot shirts are out <laughs> <laughs> and able to be purchased. <laughs> Didn't think that one out. Um, yeah. So, but 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 where can you get those those new P shirt those P shirts T shirts Pilo? Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I always give the URL out, but, um, uh, any of our socials has a link tree link. So like, if you go to our Instagram, you go to our Facebook, you go to X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, uh, anywhere in our bio, we have that link and there is a, uh, link tree, uh, in there. And that has, that'll get you straight to our bonfire site, but I'm going to read it anyway. Bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk. Uh, we have that one, and we brought an old, older one back uh, that we used to have on the old store, the Million and One Bay Bay shirt. Uh, that shirt is back now with a new logo. And uh, up until Saturday of this week, all of our basketball shirts and that Million and One Bay Bay shirt uh, are on sale. Uh, and so you can actually use uh, code Million and One. Uh, and get 10% off of any of the basketball shirts uh, this week up until Saturday. Very good. Uh, and we also have a new uh, exciting venture getting going with To The Top Talk. Pilo, could you please explain all that? Yeah. Uh, so um, it's something that we've kind of bounced around. If you saw our social, you saw a little teaser video with the logo. And then shortly after that, if you kind of paid attention uh, we have created a YouTube channel. Uh, don't worry, audio is not going away. Uh, we have a lot of big plans coming up for that uh, starting this week. Uh, and yeah. so um, we plan to give our fan base a an opportunity uh, post-game uh, to kind of hang out, chat, um, talk, vent, whatever you want to do, celebrate. Uh, so we're going to give it a whirl. Uh, our good friends over at Rage and Review uh, do an outstanding job. And if uh, we had a lot of our Southern Miss fans uh, in their kind of post game kind of breakdown and listening to stuff, people just uh, are excited about uh, content, which, you know, their fans were pretty upset and uh, needed to vent, but our fans were pretty excited. Um, so we just want to kind of give that to is something that we've been talking about and it just kind of fell into our laps and it's something that we've been wanting to do. So uh, we're going to have more details on that very soon. 
Uh, but stay tuned for that. And we're super excited to get it going. So we're kind of in the testing phase of getting, getting everything ironed out. Um, and so, like I said, this week it'll happen. Um, and bear with us cause uh, it'll be live and it'll be fun and, uh, who knows what'll happen. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah the very first one's going to be interesting. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Pilo knows way more than I know, uh, but we will be reacting to the basketball game. Let's hope, <laughs> let's hope that we're not venting after this yes, Wednesday. Yes. But, uh, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll get on there and we'll see what happens. And I have no idea how long it's going to go or anything, but you'll be able to participate. So look for that yep. on Wednesday. Take questions and calls and it's going to be really fun. So um, stay tuned and, and we'll communicate that on our socials uh, after the game, during the game. Uh, we'll let you all know. What about your workout journey? We have not updated that in quite a while. Yeah. What's going on on the workout front? Have you, have you, have you quit? Are you still sticking with it? <laughs> I definitely have not quit. Uh, so last week, uh, my trainer was like, we're going to try something new. We're going to do a light week. Uh, and so like the three weeks leading up to that was constant increase in weight and reps, really, really pushing the limit to what I could do. Uh, and then he hits me with this, we're going to go really easy. So uh, less cardio, half the weight that I've been doing on all of the sets and everything. And because uh, he's like, we're kind of preparing for the next week, which so today started the next week. I uh, almost died. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we changed everything up, which is what I really like about this. So it's kind of, you know, like three or four weeks. So I, I'm in week 12, uh, still going strong. I've not missed a day. Um, loving it. I was very outside of my comfort zone. I kind of like to do the things that I know and some of the gym stuff I just still don't know. Um, and so uh, I felt very awkward in there today, but I made it. I survived. I'm uh, doing really good. So loving it. Sticking with it. Keep it going because you got Thanksgiving right around the corner. I do. It's going to be a I huge do. plate of dressing and, and the cranberry eel looking thing. And, oh yeah, uh, cranberry out of a can always. And Got all of that, I can't do it. But anyway, um, so we we played Louisiana, <clears throat> Lafayette, and we beat Louisiana Lafayette. We did this past. I don't know what it is, man. It's like we we we're we're, we're probably not better than they are, you know. When we're, we're not, I don't know. Usually, I get this is eleven in a row. Um, it's it's a weird thing. It's kind of like with us in South Al a little bit, uh, we're thank goodness yeah. we're on this side of that one. But so Southern Miss goes to three and seven. That's two in a row, um, two and five in the conference, uh, won the game 34 to 31. It was a thriller that we won in overtime. The game was broadcast on ESPNU. I mentioned that I was up at the, at fourth street bar watching it and, and it was cool. I was high fiving everybody. <laughs> um, Pilo, take us through the stats and then we'll reflect on that game. Yeah, and I heard a rumor that Danny Lynch was in the stands. That may have had something to do with it. Uh, <laughs> I can't confirm that, but just saying what I heard. Uh, so first down for the Eagles, we had 22. UL had 20. Uh, pretty even on that. Rushing yards, this is where a little separation. We had 229. They had 130. Uh, passing, we had 161. They had 260. Uh, and so that adds up to... Hold on to your hats. 390 for the Eagles and 390 for UL. Hmm. Uh, both teams had four punts, and the yard separation for those four punts was only six yards between the two. 
so again, very, very close. Time of possession, we had it for 33 minutes and 33 seconds, and they had it for 26-27. Uh, on third down, Eagles were at 50%, so 9 of 18. UL was held to 4 of 15 on third down. Uh, we, net, we did not go for it on fourth down. They went for it five times, only got it twice. Uh, we were 0 for 2 on field goals, and they were 1 of 1. Uh, we had a sack. They had two, and neither team had an interception. Uh, individually, Billy Wiles was 8 of 13 for 99 yards and a score. I thought he played pretty good in the first half. Uh, then enter Ethan Crawford, 6 for 11, 62 yards and one TD. <clears throat> that is just a very light line for how impactful he was on the game, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Gore Jr., 33 rushes, 158, two TDs, long a 24.8 average. Frank Gore Jr. is back. I don't know where he went, but he's back. Kenyon Clay. You only have one rush, but if you're going to have one rush, just the way to do it. One rush, 28 yards for a score. That was a great run. Great <laughs> yeah, run. Not bad. Um, Dreek Clay, and you know what that's like? That's like a closer coming in with two outs and throwing one pitch. Yeah, love you're that. Like, you're welcome. <laughs> you know, um, Dreek Clark, six rushes for 19 yards, and he was yeah, in good there to have with, him with, back. With, with the hand uh, all, all uh, yep. like a cast. I don't know if it's a soft cast or it. I can't yeah, believe I it's in fumble. I, I think it's more for protection, but he did not have to require surgery, so he was able to get back. So good to see him back. Love that. If I had kid. a cast on my hand, I wouldn't want to like bump it on the coffee table. He's out there running, running the ball, <laughs> holding a football with it. Right. Um, yeah. Casting had three catches, fifty-eight yards in the score. Frog Jones three catches for thirty yards. Gore, Mims, Pittman all had two catches. So, you know, that's what it's going to take. It's always going to be, you know, you need your playmakers to do playmaker things. Um, you need your your big boys to play like big boys, but you need uh, the whole team, right. Uh, to, to win any game. And, and, and that's, and that's what we did. It was a game pillow that I think I, I have been watching Southern Miss football for quite a long time. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the ball typically does not bounce our way ever. Yeah. And it's like, we made up for a decade of the ball, not bouncing our way. To bouncing our way like damn near every time and 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 calls going our way like what the, the call in the corner of the end zone where the ball was like in the left arm if, if it was in the right arm you know his right foot hit the pylon right right yeah and and, and, and I, I couldn't believe it and i was like well they're gonna overturn it in a minute and then i watched the replay and actually leonard's sitting with me and leonard's like i think it's out i was like how the pylon he said yeah but look where his arms is and his arm is and watch the replay and I was like, Shh, but still, they're gonna confer. They're gonna look. Turns out it's like the best hit, just the best call in the history of of referees. I don't know how he could yeah. see that if he just got lucky. But he spotted it exactly where it should have been. Like he was a cyclops in tennis or whatever, you know. So anyway, yeah, the, the ball just bounced our way the entire night. It, it was it was good to see. We still had to take overtime to get it done, but I, I just and you know I remember uh, thinking to myself. If that last drive when we had to come back to win it for whatever mm-hmm. reason I wasn't panicked. I, I don't know if it's because I've just accepted that you know what they've proved to me they hadn't quit. I know the season's not going great, but I guess I, I was okay with a moral victory. I don't I don't think that I was, but I know that I wasn't panicked. And the true freshman just walked it right down the field. Um, and then Gore, who had fumbled, right, gave it back yeah. to him and ends up scoring. So. It was, I know I just ran through about a million different things and jumped back and forth to the first quarter, the fourth quarter. To every, you know, I, I did all that, but that's how the game was. It was sloppy, yeah. but it was exciting. And I'm so glad that we came out on top. 
Agreed, man. It it was uh I don't know. It was it was just one of those interesting I think it could have went either way at any time. I felt like neither team kind of really obviously blew the other one away. Uh it was kind of just this battle back and forth and uh you know in the third quarter when frank scores and we get up 21 14 i'm thinking feeling great and then what two plays they throw that long pass and and tie it right back up and it's like all the momentum that we had just built is like gone and then uh you know and then they score another touchdown and get up and uh at that point you're like do we have it in us right do we are we going to dig deep and and bounce back and we just get the ball and go 10 plays and, and score. It was just, uh, I just had the feeling like if we score, we get it to overtime, like we're going to win. I just had that feeling. I just knew that, uh, if, if we could get this game to overtime, it was over. And won the toss and selected defense, right? That's another yeah. thing that went our way is the toss. Yeah. Never happens. I mean, every, I'd say everything went our way. We did miss two field goals and, you know, Stein's going to have to clean that up. Uh, he's yep. a hell of a kicker. And, you know, if we're, we're going to, we still got a couple games left this year and we're going to need to not miss field goals, but. Um, yeah. I think it's just a, I think it's just a mental thing. I mean, I think that guy's great. Um, yeah. We've all seen him make, we, heck, we saw him at, the, at the beginning of the year, he made a 50 something yarder, uh, yep. you know, and so he can do it. Uh, it's a thing and, and they will get him back on track. Uh, what were your top three moments from the game? Probably yeah. all of those that I just said. But. Yeah, I think I think we covered <laughs> all of that. But um, I, I I don't know. I really liked the offense, uh, the Crawford Billy combo. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought that was um, interesting and and dynamic. And uh, I just felt like Louisiana just didn't know what was coming, right? Um, and for so much of the season, I felt like defenses knew exactly what was coming. Mm. And yeah. since we've been on this run, I feel like defenses are really reactive to us. And uh, hmm. we are more in the driver's seat. And um, and we've seen that the last three weeks. So that, that kind of was one of just kind of the leadership at that position. Um, and, and we saw it. I mean, we talked about it. You talked about it. Um, everybody talks about it. Like the game has just come down to if you have a a stud at quarterback, like you just got to have a guy and, and I don't care who the guy is. Honestly, I just need him to be the guy. Um, and, um, so anyway, that was number one, uh, two, uh, like we talked about Frank Gore, the speed man, he just, uh, continues. And, and I guess, uh, maybe Baker in, in our group message said it right. He's like, he's healthy. And I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, so much of last year, we, we didn't see that, you know, he was just out there kind of banged up and, and, um, but he looks like he's a hundred percent. And when he gets separation in space, he's gone and mm-hmm. uh, he makes it look so effortlessly effortless, uh, to make that juke and just make people look really silly. Um, <laughs> And so that was cool. Dreek is back. Glad to have him back in the backfield. And Clay had a touchdown. So, like, those three guys, I love that, is number two. Uh, and number three, uh, like I said earlier, the resilience of our team, our bench, our coaches. Uh, not only does UL scores 14 unanswered, right? Like, we're up we're up seven. They score 14. Now we're behind seven in the fourth quarter. And the resilience to just come back. Sure. 
my three, uh, I'm going to go with the fumble into the end zone by Louisiana right after Billy fumbled. You know, it looked like a score, but it ended up being a touchback, which is even better, right? It's not only did we not give up the touchdown, but we gained like 16 yards. That's just one of the, it just doesn't happen. I mean, it's, I sound yeah. like this because it just doesn't happen as a Southern Miss fan. And it happened a lot all game long. Uh, so number two, I'll go with the goal line stand at the end of the first half. Yeah, big. Set the tone. And number three, the the overtime score by Frank Gore Jr. You know, it was right after he had fumbled and they gave it right back to him and he put it in the end zone. So, yeah, I mean, the goal line stand got you to stay at the bar the whole time. So that's massive. Yeah. It is huge. It is huge. Very huge. <laughs> so that's that game. It was cool. Yeah. There's life that has been breathed back into the program. Mm-hmm. Got another game coming up this weekend against the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. So I have a friend of mine on. His name is George Lewis. He is a big state fan. And here he is. So at To The Top Talk, we've always uh, kind of been the show that, uh, or at least people have told me that, you know, it, it sounds like a conversation is going on at the bar with buddies mm-hmm. and you know and, and i think that's true so what we decided to do tonight was to get a, a mississippi state fan to 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 sit in with us and and see what he thought about the upcoming game this week um so this is a good friend of mine george um george lewis who lives up in columbus uh went to mississippi state and is a lifelong fan of the bulldogs so first of all um I tell you what, Pilo, let's 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 talk about the football game that's coming up real quick. Yeah. And then we will get to George and he'll tell us how we were wrong about most of what we said. Yeah. And, well, one um, thing, one thing we're not gonna do, we're not gonna put the state spite song underneath as we intro. So just pre- I know we've been doing some more music underneath. Uh that's not happening on this yeah. episode. So first of all, I tell you what, George, before we get <clears> into that, and we'll get back to you uh, exclusively in a minute, but um, so you are in Columbus right now, and, and uh so so tell everybody kind of when you went to Mississippi State and and, and where your fandom began. Well, let's see. My my dad was a professor at Mississippi State. So um kind of, you know, from birth, I guess. And my mom went to state. Uh she was born in Startville and, and raised there. And that's that's where I was born, grew up in Startville and uh went to school at state in the nineties, graduated in ninety-eight. So um you know yeah like you said lifelong lifelong bulldog good deal that's exactly what we wanted um so what's the psyche like around starkville right now we, we, you know with the with the coaching situation I, I actually i was talking to you on the phone this morning when i when i saw the text roll through that um that you know your coach got the x so What's yeah, not up a lot right going now? on over here, right? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know that anyone expected it to happen quite this soon. I think mm-hmm. most fans mm-hmm. realized that a change was imminent uh, at some point. It just seemed like uh, Zach Arnett, he's a great guy, 
great defensive coach, but just in over his head. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you hate to see it, but you got Texas and Oklahoma coming in next year. So that's right. You know, with the expansion and you got your rival in Ole Miss, which is, you know, they're rolling right now. And uh, it's not going to get any easier. So you can't you can't wait around or you're just going to get left behind. Right. Right. So obviously that news broke. That was today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> man, it's everything's running together. Uh, so I see both sides of that. I mean, you know, you, you don't, you hate to, you know, cut that uh, early and, and kind of, but also with Texas A&M doing what they did, you know, the ball starts rolling. You start, you'll start seeing teams now, I think all week uh, that are, you know, contemplating this. So, so what's the plans uh, or have you heard any plans and uh, who is the interim coach? Well, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around as there always you know, mm-hmm. are in, in these situations. And I feel like there's probably at least one more SEC coach that, that got a pretty good chance of, of being let go this year. I don't, I don't think that uh, Sam Pittman's going to last at Arkansas. So that, uh, you know, that could make things even more interesting because Texas A&M, I mean, they've got so much more money and resources than Mississippi state that, you know, they're, they're, there's no contest if we're looking at the same coaches, right? I mean, probably not. And, but Arkansas, that's pretty close to the same level. You know, they've, they've probably got a few more resources and, and maybe a little more money, but I mean, that's, you're at least in the, in the same conversation with Arkansas if you're Mississippi state. So that, that'll probably make for some, some, interesting topics coming up um, here in the near future. Interim coach right now is a guy named Greg Knox, and he was here on Mullen's staff. Mm -hmm. Uh, He actually coached the bowl game when Mullen left and went to Florida and Uh. and won. So he's a guy that that, uh, I guess Mississippi State people are familiar with. I think he's like an offensive analyst or something is his role with the team this year. So he'll be a guy that, that can kind of just sort of hold things together as best you can. You know, uh, I don't really know how much he'll energize the team or, you know, who knows what kind of mindset they're going to have going into the game this week. You know, it could swing so far from one direction to the other. Yeah, I think that I like their chances a lot better uh, before you fired the guy. Honestly, <laughs> agreed. You know? um, and but but talking about the season, um, I think Mississippi State had high hopes before the season started. I know that Southern Miss had way higher aspirations than than what we're dealing with right now. Even though we are, we kind of have it pointed in the right direction. Um. So, you know, and so like USM, we brought in uh, true quarterbacks and we had Frank Gore Jr. returning. Um, State had Will Rogers and a stout defense. I, I've always, I mean, if you have a really good defense and a senior quarterback, that really ought to to lead to a lot more victories. And I think that we're seeing out of you guys. I know that Will's been hurt, but the point is neither team has lived up to the preseason hopes and dreams. So, you know, what does this game mean to you guys up in Starkville this weekend? 
you definitely want to get things trending back in a positive direction, right? I mean, right now you're you're basically in a job interview for the next guy up. So you want to show coaches out there that you're interested in that, hey, there's some pieces here and mm-hmm. that, you know, this isn't going to be any tougher of a task than, than it has to be, right? So I, I think if you're a state fan, you're hoping that Greg Knox and some of the some of the coaches that are still here that have Mississippi State ties will kind of rally the troops, if you will, and mm-hmm. get them to play well. Uh, you know, get them to play hard because really, they they didn't even show up against Texas A and M. And sounds like us versus um, South South Al. Yeah. Good gosh, almighty. Yeah. I didn't watch a lot of your game, but when you say didn't show up, that's pretty much what we did. Then we hit rock bottom. Then we just kind of started going the other way. Yeah, you guys are definitely uh, trending in the right direction. And, you know, I mean, that could be something that if our guys don't get up and ready, I mean, you guys can come in here and take one. I'm not sure what kind of crowd they'll be. Um, you know, it's the opening day of deer season. So Ooh. you always have to, yep. always have to contend that's a strike with that. up in Starkville land. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So there'll be a lot of traffic on the road at, you know, five 30 and uh, <laughs> trucks parked over on the sides. Of the I'm going to wear, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to wear orange <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stray bullets everywhere. Um, so, um, you know, looking at, looking at what little I've watched of the Bulldogs this season, but I, like you said, I, I think um, the defensive line obviously kind of worries us as Southern yeah. Miss fans. Um do you, do you feel like that's the strength of the team? I mean, right now, really a D line. I would, I would not say so. I mean, we're pretty good against the run. Our linebackers are really good, so that's that's the strength of the of the defense. We've got two of the top linebackers in the SEC. Bookie Watson, I think, is the uh, I think he leads the league in sacks um, and tackles, and then Jet Johnson is is right there behind him intact so those two guys are i mean they're they're as solid as you're going to get and um you know that's that's been the one constant with the defense or, or those two guys but we really the the d line up front has not gotten a whole lot of pressure uh on the quarterbacks we have to do a lot of blitzing to try to get uh any kind of pressure on the, on the quarterback. And it just seems like for whatever reason, there's been a lot of times when they've been kind of timid and maybe because our secondary is just porous. I mean, there's, there's, we don't have a single interception out of our corners this year. Hmm. So the only only interceptions we have uh, come from those linebackers and, and uh, safeties. You have no interceptions by your corners, but do you have a punt returner and a wide receiver playing cornerback? <laughs> we do not. Because <laughs> we do. Because we do. <laughs> um, hey, let's let's get back to these questions in just a minute, but since we kind of already started talking some stats, uh, we're going to run through this real quick. Uh, and George mentioned a couple of the guys we'll be looking out for, but um, of course, uh, state's record is four and six and, and one and six in the SEC. 
They have lost three in a row. Southern Miss has now won two in a row. Uh, ESPN matchup predictor says that there is a 87.5% chance for Mississippi State to win the ball game, which means we got a, what is that? 12 and a half. 12 and a half percent? Yep. State, but last I checked, is favored by 14. Pilo, why don't you take us through the tail of the tick? Yeah, so um, let's see. Let's start with passing yards. Uh, The Bulldogs are sitting at 183 a game, and the Golden Eagles at 202. Uh, Rush yards, 143 for the Bulldogs and 169 for the Eagle. That adds up to a 325 total yards for the Bulldogs and 370.7 uh, for the Eagles. Uh, points per game, 21.4 for Mississippi State, and uh, the Golden Eagles are at 24.1. Uh, time of possession, 28 minutes uh, for the Bulldogs, 33 for Southern Miss. And third down percentage, uh, and, and again, this is these are really not great numbers, but uh, 31% for the Bulldogs, 39 for uh, USM. So yeah, you can after, definitely see. After hearing all those, we shouldn't have advertised that at all. That was just <laughs> – <laughs> That's like hitting infield as a baseball coach when a bunch of guys making errors. Um, individually for, for Mississippi State, uh, Jocavius Marks leads the team in rushing attempts with 97 in just seven games. He's got 500 yards and four scores. Uh, Mike Wright's a quarterback, uh, 68 rushes in 10 games. So he's mobile back there. That always destroys Southern Miss. Cool. Um, with three scores himself, Seth Davis and Jeffrey Pittman, 48 and 38 attempts respectively. Receiving, they have two real threats that I saw, uh, Griffin and Thomas. Griffin with 41 catches, 588 yards and three scores. Thomas, 31 catches, 349 yards and a score. Um, will Rogers might be back this week, but I, George will know more about that uh, in a minute. Um, in six games, he had he was averaging 212 yards through the air. He had 10 touchdowns to just four interceptions. Uh, Mark Wright has stepped in since then and has 453 yards passing, three scores and three picks. Defensively, six interceptions on the season as a team. Jet Johnson's got two of those. Sean Preston Jr.'s got three, 24 and a half sacks as a team. That's a lot. Nathaniel Watson with nine. That's an enormous amount. And then Jet Johnson with five. So really, uh, Jet Johnson needs to like pull a hammy. And uh, Nathaniel <laughs> Watson needs to get a stomach bug or something. And um, and maybe we would um we would not have to worry about those two guys but so you heard us talk about a lot of stats right there george i mean does does a lot of that make sense that i read off anybody's name who's like hurt and i don't know about it or anything like that well marks woody marks the running back he's he's been out and hmm. i don't expect that he will play okay um so we'll we'll have That's to good. see will rogers i think is a possibility uh, from what I've heard, he may try to give it a go this week. He's been practicing for the last three or four weeks, and uh, they won't disclose what is wrong. But uh, apparently it's just kind of one of those week-by-week things, so we'll hmm. see. But I feel like there could be a possibility that he'll play this week. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, not not surprised. Um. So I tell well, well, talking about Will, uh, what does it mean? Like, what's the difference if Will's in the game? I mean, is this like if Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Jets or Zach Wilson? Is it that big of a gap? Like, what does it mean if Will is playing versus if not? Does it just change everything? It's a pretty big deal. Uh, Will is well, he's a veteran. You know, he's been around for 
forever. He's one of those guys that you're like, you look up and you're like, he's he's still here. He's he's got another year. And honestly, I think he could play again next year. I think he's got a COVID. That's year right. Yeah. Play. So it, it's just he's been around forever. You know, he started playing as a freshman, and he's 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 been through it. And, and you know, he's second in the SEC, I think, all time now in in like passing yards. And if the offense would have been a little better this year, he, he probably would have broken the record. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen at this point. And one connection, Jason, I don't, I don't know if you know this. I, I know Lisa told me this earlier. So we – Will Rogers' younger brother, Luke. His brother, right. Is a freshman offensive lineman for the Eagles. So both, I think, went to Brandon – um, from you know Brandon High School, and um, so that that's kind of a neat connection. So I, I, I guess the parents will have a little bit of both on, maybe like a little you know gold shirt, uh, have like state a, like hat, a or miss, yeah, vice versa. <laughs> I think you got to have like the one shirt under, just depending on how the game's going. You can like shed the shirt real quick. Oh yeah, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, what is a this is an 11 a.m. game, which is the reason that I'm thinking about going, honestly, because I think it's about three hours from Hattiesburg. So you can get up and roll out at like seven in the morning, be there around 10. I'm thinking like, you know, just look around for just a second and get into the game, watch it and be back by, I don't know, six o'clock or so. That's that's very doable. So I'm trying to talk the fam into doing it. But being an 11 a.m. game, what's it going to be like for fans that are attending? Maybe that haven't been around before. Um, what's the atmosphere going to be like? I know it's down here. I get it. But specifically with an 11 a.m. game, um, what all is going on that morning? I would expect a pretty light turnout, honestly, especially for tailgating. I mean, you may get some people that will that'll wander into the game. It could be kind of a late crowd coming mm-hmm. in. Um, you know, I did mention the deer season. and that. Yeah, that I think really, that's going to play a big factor. That probably will make a difference. You'll have some of those guys, probably like myself, who, who will get up and go in the morning and then just, uh, you know, come out of the woods a little early and try to make it to the game. But, uh, you know, I don't, I, with the way things are going, I don't see a big tailgate crowd. I don't see, um, I don't see a lot there. Now traffic getting in may be an issue just because you're going to have a lot of people that are all trying to come just to the game. So you won't have those people coming in to tailgate it. 8 a.m. like they would for some games, you know, earlier in the season mm. when everybody was still fired up and, and you know, it's just uh, I think people are like, well, yeah, sure, I'll go to the game. Let's see what they look like, you know, and, and it's Southern. I mean, it's a it's an in-state school, so that'll that'll bring some interest. What, what, what's what's parking like? If I, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming up. I know I talked to you and you said I'm going to have to walk a pretty good ways. I mean, what's that going to run me? Am I looking at like fifty bucks to park, and I'm still no. Walking it won't be that bad. It'll you, you'll be looking at probably around any anywhere from fifteen to thirty bucks, depending on where you park. You're just you're going to have to walk a ways. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I, I remember uh, our first, my first game was that twenty fifteen, maybe uh, whenever we played them up there for the first time in a while. When we took that picture with with Seymour and Bully uh, and the the Coors Cooler. Oh, and the that's Ispel. right. Yeah, redoing uh, that. I remember. Yeah, that. we took that. So that was my first game to actually shoot uh, photos on the sideline, and we had a parking pass. And I swear we walked two miles to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I was carrying gear, you know, and I'm like, 
I don't. I didn't think we'd ever get there. I could have walked Southern Campus six times back and you know across. Yeah, well, see that, and that's the thing about Starville. So much bigger. Is, is this it's so spread out. Yeah, it's massive. I mean, buildings in Hattiesburg. There's nowhere else to go. Um, yeah. it's just building, 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 and then like Main Road, and then building. You know, but uh, Starville's way spread out, man. It's um, it's cool. It's it's a cool campus. Um. Uh, so Pilo, you wanted to ask about uh, the the uh, the food scene. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, uh, I'm pretty. I guess I always ask a foodie question. I, I like to know what people. Uh, I have a famous or a favorite uh, spot in in Starville, although it's no longer open. Uh, use was always my go to spot. Um, Might so be George's gotta, old bar. Yeah, I got to know uh, favorite food spot when you're in Starville. Man, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's one you, of the you things. You give me a top three. I'll home. take three. <laughs> well, the the I'm one that now. you're gonna hear, the one that ESPN guys always bring up and stuff is Little Dewey. It's a good barbecue place. Yep. You know, it's 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 solid. Um, it's I think it's as much about the atmosphere of that place as as it is anything else. Sure. Uh, Two Brothers is is really good. You can't go wrong there. That's down in the in the Cotton District. And uh, let's see, there's a Bulldog Burger place. I mean, great. Oh, place. I love Bulldog Burger. Bulldog Burger is is really good. And is Bulldog uh, and Deli still there? What's that? Bulldog Deli. That actually turned into Peppers. Okay. Um, There's a so, buddy of mine who worked at the Bulldog Deli, and one year Mississippi State went to the College World Series, and so he just left and went to College World Series. And he came back because he knew he had to work, but he had missed a couple of days of work. And when he came back in. And clocked in and all that and started making sandwiches or whatever he was doing. The guy was like, what are you doing here? He's like, I work on Fridays. He's like, dude, you missed like two days of work. You were fired. <laughs> he was like, it was the World Series. What you? And, you know, <laughs> so anyway, funny story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my, my spot was always, oh, gosh, uh, pizza place, real small. Strombolis? Uh, yeah, that was my spot. Man, so my, good pizza and yeah, they, uh, awesome calzones. And they just they just closed recently. I mean, it hasn't been. I don't know if it's been a year. Right, right, yeah. So my brother and sister in law both teach at uh, state, and so um, when we would go up there, I was like, just I'm in. Like I'm going if we can go to Strombolis. So yeah, man, I miss that place. But I, I've heard that for some local people that they'll still do. Um, some like catering orders and different things from time to time. So yeah, they do some catering and uh, they opened up one day just out of nowhere. I think maybe they had a catering deal and they just had some extra stuff or something. So they, they just opened it up for a couple of hours. And I mean, it was crazy. There was a line out to the road. People, Yeah. Yeah. I wish we had a place like that. That, That's great pizza. Great stromboli. Below, you want to hit him with your famous question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll hit him with the next one. Uh, so, uh, and this is something we've asked, uh, like, all of our guests since we've since I've um, heard this on a, a, a podcast that I follow. So, it's a great question. So, if you had to delete all but three apps on your phone, uh, and, like, the the apps that come on the phone, like your, your phone, your text message, like your Safari or whatever, your browser like that doesn't count so just like downloaded apps if you could if you got to keep three what three are you keeping oh man that's tough uh 
I'm probably going to keep X, you know, that's yeah. still, uh, still a good way to, to get news fast, you know, just the little tidbits. I agree. Um, and then, uh, I don't really post a lot, but Facebook's a good way to, you know, keep up mm-hmm. with kind of what, what everybody's doing. I don't know. There's so many, so many other ones besides those two that I just kind of use here and there. I guess I, you know, I'm a, I'm a hunter, so I, I use the weather app a lot, especially. There we go. Huh. All right, that's, that's good. Guy. Yeah, Thanks. I am. I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead, Pilo, and let's get to the pick'em so we can get George out of here. Um, okay. I always tell my guests 20 minutes, and we're like 32 in. So. Yeah uh okay recapping last week we had uh we did have dj cujo on and i think as we predicted when we were setting it up that uh he would probably beat us he did yeah uh he he went six of eight and jason and i both went five of eight uh so uh, after 11 weeks we uh i'm sitting at 64 of 96 and jason is at 56 of 96 Uh, and so I actually have a lot of games this week with Sunbelt and uh, SEC games. So this is a great pick uh George, for you to join us on. So first up, we will have ULM at Ole Miss. And so I'll go, we'll do, I'll go first and George and Peter. Mm-hmm. Yep. ULM at Ole Miss. That's like, I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what the uh, spread is. Oh, I, I don't think look. it would matter. Yeah, I got a lot. I can't believe there would be a spread. It's, it's going to be a million. Uh, they're really bad and they're injured and Ole Miss is really good It's 37. So, yeah. <laughs> and I, that might be low. So yeah. I would take Ole Miss. If it was 70 points, I would, that would be 50, 50, but I would, it, with no spread involved, obviously I'm taking Ole Miss. George, you're going to have to pick Ole Miss. Can he do it? <laughs> it's really tough guys. It's a hard spot here. Yeah, I'd have to take the Rebels on that one. And, you know, I, I, so you're not picking against the spread, right? Just just straight nope, up? Nope, just straight, straight up, up. Straight up. Straight up, got to go with the Rebels. But I will say, you know, uh, Jackson Dart got hurt at the end of uh, that Georgia game. Hmm. And I'm not sure what his status is. But, hmm. you know, I would think Ole Miss might be a lot more conservative in this one and, and run the ball a whole lot. Just – you know, pretty much just uh, establish the run game, which they'll still score as many. I still, I think they could run it every play. Yeah, and that's Maybe probably the same pretty close to what they'll do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure their third string uh, wouldn't have any issues. Um, okay, next up. Uh, Did you take Ole Miss? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go with Ole Miss. Yes, because you didn't uh, say. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> uh, next up. Uh, I think this is where game day is. Uh, App State at James Madison. Yeah, game day is there. It's very cool. Uh, I was nice. It was good to see the NCAA. Um, yep. I guess I hadn't seen the final word, but I think that they granted the waiver, so they don't have to sit out. You know, when they're kicking ass, they can just they can actually participate in the Sun Belt Championship game. I'm assuming they're going to make it, and um, and then and then play in a bowl game. So. You know, if this was Southern Miss doing this, if we had gotten – if everything had happened the same way, this is the game where we would stub our toe. And, mm-hmm. you know, I like I like App State, man. I don't think that they're any – I don't think they're near as good. And, I, and 
but I think I'm going to pick App State because I I can just imagine if Southern Miss was in the same spot as James Madison, I think this this would be the time that we would that it would be to the top moment. So I will uh, I will take App State. Okay. James Madison. Like it. Yeah. I uh, will go with James Madison as well. It's going to be a lot of energy. Uh, I don't know. I think they're going to do it. Uh, Next up, going down to Baton Rouge, we have Georgia State at LSU. That's Well, yeah, the the only thing at Georgia State, the only possibility that they have is if Granger throws for like 500 yards. And, I mean, you know, LSU's going to blitz every single down. So, I mean, I'm going to take LSU. It's hard to go to Death Valley and ever win a football game, especially if you're somebody like Georgia State. Although, I mean, Georgia State's better than than I think a lot of people think they are. It took me half the season to figure out what their colors were. We're brand new, brand new to this league, too. But uh, Granger's a good player, but LSU's a better team. So, I'm taking the team over the player. I'll take uh, the Tigers. I'll take Jaden Daniels and LSU. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, oh, that no. that guy, uh, I feel like everybody watched that game uh, on Saturday, but that one throw he had, I thought he threw it to the moon, and then that <laughs> wide receiver just runs under it in the end zone and catches it. That was ridiculous. Uh, wow, yeah, Tigers. Uh, Old Dominion at Georgia Southern. Oh man, that's got to be a really close spread. Do you have the spread handy? Uh, seven, Georgia Southern. Okay, I'm I'm gonna take Georgia Southern just because I continually don't see how Old Dominion stays on the field, but they keep doing it. Um, but I'm gonna take Georgia Southern just because I can't pick Old Dominion. They're old. That's right. <laughs> I'll go Georgia Southern as well. Solid. Uh, we'll make it a clean sweep. Um, next up, uh, heading over to Troy for uh, Louisiana and at Troy. Hmm. So, if, so if, if, if Louisiana loses, that would be three or four in a row losses? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they did not. Their ending of their schedule is, is pretty brutal. Troy's better. I'm taking Troy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Troy. Yeah, I think the line is at 17. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see Troy having any issues with the Cajuns. Um I'll pick Trojans. Uh Texas State at Arkansas State. Oh, Texas State. I love the I love the Arkansas State quarterback, but I love uh Texas State overall. They're one of my favorite teams to watch. So I will take Texas State. Texas State is uh, pretty good offensively, right? Mm-hmm. I think their no, they uh, I think their coach yeah. is somebody that's been there. He's on the GJ Kinney. A lot of yeah, points. GJ Kinney. He actually played for mm-hmm. Tulsa back when Tulsa was in Conference USA. So we watched him, right? Yeah. We watched him play. He's a hell of a player, and apparently he's a hell of a coach. Um, they can score. Um, so it, it, it's I, not that you know. Um, what's that quarterback's name? I can't ever remember for Arkansas State, but anyway, he's he's a good player. He's single handedly beat us. Um, but yeah, it's the freshman um, better. Yeah, yeah, Finley uh, is the Texas State quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Texas State as well. I just, I mean, Arkansas State's good, and I, I do like that freshman, but I, I just, I think Texas State's too much. Uh, Coastal is traveling to West Point to play Army. Well, Army's going to keep the ball the entire game. <laughs> Coastal's not as good with that new yeah. coaching staff. Uh, they're just not as good. They've they've kind of like stayed. They're kind of wasting a senior quarterback. Grayson McCall is going to play in the NFL for quite a while, and I, I'm not even sure if he's even back yet. He had that uh, that injury situation. Right. I'll take Army. Okay. I don't know anything about Coastal. <laughs> so I'm just going to go Armed Forces here. I'm going to go Army as well. He's a great American. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Coastal. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think McCall's back. Uh, I think they're favored slightly. But, yeah, I, I could be wrong, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, oh, yeah, everybody's favorite game. Uh, Marshall at South Alabama. Oh, well, I have to take Marshall. I have to take Marshall because I I can't. I would like to pick South Alabama because I know the Pilo can't. And I need to make up points, but I just like Marshall way better. Their season's not going as they had hoped. Um, join the join the damn crowd. But uh, <laughs> I, I I would I hope that Marshall wins, so I'm picking Marshall. I got to go South Alabama though. They're okay. probably a better team. It's yeah, it's I mean, 90, they're both, they're it's 90 miles down the road for us, and their head coach used to play here, and they beat our ass. We've never beat them, never beat South Alabama. It's the dumbest thing of all time. So yeah. it's just hard to pick them. Yeah, and I have not picked them once this season, nor will I ever. Uh, so let's go, Marshall. And that leads us to uh, the headliner, uh, Southern Miss at Mississippi State. I mean, I want, Miss, I, 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 want, I want Southern Miss to win so bad. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, the overall talent on Mississippi State's roster is, is better than ours. And, but, you know, we do, have, we do have momentum on our side. We have desire on our side. Uh, then you throw in the wrinkle with Mississippi State's coach getting fired. You know, that can, like George said, it can go either way, right? Yep, Are they, yep. they going to rally behind him and be like, hell yeah, finally, now we can run some cool plays? I don't know. Um, or it can go the other way. We've been on both sides of that. We've had so many damn coaches through the last decade. We get it. Um, so, you know, it's tough to do. It's tough to do this. But I have to make up points. And I hope that I lose by even more because of this pick. But I will take Mississippi State. You know, I wish I knew who the quarterback for Mississippi State was going to be because <laughs> if uh if it's will rogers i think it's a much easier pick but mike wright has not looked good uh he can run it a little bit but he can't throw it and chris parson last week he showed some flashes the last couple of weeks when he's gotten in but he's also just really young and inexperienced and he i mean he was exploited against texas a&m so if either one of those guys comes out, you know, it I think it's I think it's almost advantage Southern. But I'm gonna um I'm gonna pick the Bulldogs. You know, I think there is there is a little more talent there. And uh, you know, I don't know, we'll see. 
We'll see. Yeah. If you guys can throw it into our secondary. You got a pretty good shot, though, because we ain't got anybody back there that can stop it. <laughs> <laughs> not, our, uh, not our strength. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I will pick the Eagles. Um, Frank Gore is 30 yards away from 1,000 this season. Uh, he's going to get that. Uh, I think he'll have a lot more. Um, but I mean, if, if we have to throw the ball down the field, then, you know, we're, I, I got a feeling we're just, we're just going to see, uh, Crawford and, and I think we're going to roll. So I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. Um, a lot of factors, a lot of questions on both sides. It's going to be very yeah, well, interesting. And, and I'll say this, like a <laughs> month ago, I was ready to forfeit right after that South Alabama game. Like I just oh, would yeah. rather not get embarrassed. I would rather not go out there and lose by a hundred points. And then the last two weeks, well, really the last three weeks happened, even though we, you know, we, we've lost one of those, but, um, you know, just the burst is back with Frank Gore, right? We've talked about that and, mm-hmm. and the emergence of Ethan Crawford and then we'll all give up play calling. We've, you know, ever since we've relinquished play calling, we're like 13th in the country or something in total offense. Yep. Those three. And so there are things in our favor and then, you know, but just, that I've just seen highlights of the of the defensive line of Mississippi State and they're quick, they're fast, they're big. And um, you know, having a running quarterback back there, I, I guess Crawford's gonna play more. We we don't even know that, right? We don't know. Yeah, if we Wiles have no idea. Just, I, I would expect you're gonna see both. Um, so George, we got like a, a polished, you know, uh pocket passer, and then we have a true freshman, Ethan Crawford out of Tuscaloosa that can just fly and he's got a cannon. So I don't know <laughs> who knows, uh, but I think it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I, I might, if I can get the family up, I know I can afford a ticket because I saw some for like four bucks on SeatGeek. So I got that covered for me. Um, <laughs> and I, it's three hours away. I, I, it might be a game time decision, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards making that trip. Um, and we'll, we'll see what happens, man. But George, we appreciate you. Yeah. Coming on there and give us the insight for, for from a Mississippi State Bulldog fan perspective. And man, if I make it up to Starkville, I'll hit you up. Yeah, do that. Enjoyed it, guys. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. All right. See ya. Yep. See you, George. All right. And there goes George. Yeah. Did a good job. Yeah, he did. You know, he, I tell you what, I, I asked like four different state people. I mean, I asked him and another guy to, to start with. And George was like, I'm in. And then the other guys just started dropping out. They're like, man, I don't know. I hadn't watched all the games. I was like, well, you've watched more than I have. You know, come on. You know this stuff. But anyway, uh, George ended up being the only one. And, and he did great. He, he carried the whole thing. So really appreciate um George coming in on that. And where does that leave us now? Pilar, are we going to the weather report? Yeah, I think we're doing – are we doing keys to victory? Yep, 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 keys to victory. Start us off. Uh, yeah, so obviously uh, keys to victory against Mississippi State. Um, I think we – I think I talked about this a little bit earlier. I think we have to keep State uh, guessing on D. Um, and, and whether that's Crawford or, or just, um, the double passes that we've done a little bit of halfback pass kind of stuff and, um, some trickery, I, I just think whatever we do, I, I just want to mix it up on offense and continue, 
uh, to make them uncomfortable, either whether that's motion or different packages or uh, different looks. Um, I think I think we have to keep them on their toes. Uh, two finished drives, uh, get to the red zone and get it in. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely want touchdowns. I don't want to have to don't want to have to kick the ball, um, but uh, points are good. So whatever we got to do, uh, finish and um for three i uh, i would just love to get the momentum early um yeah. you know on the road that's that's almost cliche to say but um again i think like we talked about with george uh, there's a lot of factors uh hunting season and uh obviously the two teams are not having the year that they wanted so we don't really know what the turn- turnout is going to look like i know it's not going to be a packed house um but you still want to make the crowd kind of out of it, the home crowd. So hopefully um, we, we can do that. Uh, my keys, number one, I'm going to go, the, the ball's got to bounce our way. Can it happen two days in a week? I mean, t- two times in a row, two weeks in a row. I don't know. I didn't think it could happen last week either. <laughs> so, you know, the ball, but I think, I think the ball does have to bounce our way at least a little bit. And to piggyback off what you said, my number two is the fast start. Uh, with a team that's going for Mississippi State that's kind of spiraling downward and for a team like Southern Miss is kind of trending upward, there's no guarantees whether those are going to stay. But if we do have a fast start, it gives us a shot, right, to hopefully yeah. to, for our psyche to remain where it is and for theirs to remain where it is. And then I think Frank Gore's had got to have a day. You know, I don't think we can get to the end of this game and win and look at the line and he like goes 28 rushes for 71 yards and zero TDs. I don't yep. think that I don't think that that's that can happen. I think he's got to have a day. He's got to have a Frank Gore Jr. day. And this is this is a kind of he, he, typically when we have games uh, like this, like the bowl game, you know, when kind of all eyes are on us. Frank does, you know, mm-hmm. so um, we have a, we've had a 10 day rest. And and hopefully uh, that that will that will translate to the weekend. For those that might be making a trip, including myself, what's the weather looking like? Yeah. So um, as everybody knows, this week and and specifically tomorrow and Wednesday, uh, at least in the Hattiesburg area, it's going to be pretty wet, uh, which is something that like has become uh, rare around here for us to have some rain. But we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, three to four inches in the next couple of days, so it's really gonna rain. Uh, really, Tuesday wow. and Wednesday, so uh, we're gonna get a good soaking rain. Uh, but that's getting out uh, out of here by the end of the week, uh, so it, it, it's gonna be absolutely perfect if you like cool fall weather. Uh, so high, uh, in Startville, uh, high on Saturday is sixty five, low is thirty four. I think that 34 will be in the evening hours mm-hmm. uh, into Sunday. Uh, but we're looking at about 58 degrees at kickoff with that early kick. So cool, cool morning. So uh, that's going to be, and we always kind of talk about the Hattiesburg weather too. If, if you want to get out and about or in town, you're not going to go or watch it. Uh, Hattiesburg's looking uh, high 70, low 39. So absolutely um, a beautiful November uh, Saturday. Poll results from last week. We didn't have a poll. So we will be moving on to basketball. Yeah, we, we are. We, yeah, we mentioned in the open we had two basketball games this week. Uh, the basketball record is is one and one after this week because, of course, the Mississippi State game was exhibition and so was the – what was the other one? Delta State, both exhibitions. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Monday we played William Carey, and Friday we played Akron in the Mac SBC Challenge. Mm-hmm. William Carey game won that game sixty four to forty two. We led twenty eight nineteen at the half, scored thirty six in the second half. Really kind of poured it on late. Uh, Carey was just three of twenty eight from three point range. I don't think it's because Carey really shoots a lot of threes. I think it's because they just couldn't get it inside. Right. So they were yep. forced to shoot a lot of threes and they didn't hit a lot of threes because we're kind of in their face on that too. Um, their carry was held to just 23% shooting on the day. Uh, USM wasn't that much better really, but we were just three of 21 from three point range and only 36 and a half percent from the field. That's going to have to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, but Southern Miss did have 32 points in the paint to just 18 for carry. So I think that kind of uh, that's, that's a big difference right there individually Crowley had 19 ivory 13 and Hart had 12 those three guys if we're going to win a lot of games they are going to have to have double digit scoring nights probably quite a bit Mm -hmm. um then versus Akron on that Friday lost this game 72 to 54 but for people that didn't watch the game and just heard those numbers come out of my mouth this is a one-point game with like four minutes to go and 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 we're down two at halftime 33 to 31 i want to say we started off the game with like an eight to nothing lead um you know and and it just just completely fell apart there in the last four minutes uh crow had another decent night he went he had 17 points but he was just three of seven from the foul line and get this southern miss is only three of ten from the from the foul line all game long so crowley made all three of our free throws that we made as a team. And he missed four. Is, yeah. So it's, 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 that's just not enough to shoot. Yeah. That's and definitely not. not enough to make. Uh, Ivory had 10 points. He was two of two from three point range. He's probably going to have to shoot more of those. Uh, Iwaku, he, he played great. Uh, he was kind of everywhere. 8.7 yeah. rebounds, three blocks. He's going to block a ton of shots this year. Kobe Montgomery. I don't know, dude. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I have no inside information whatsoever, but he played just five minutes. He took one shot. He missed it. And we didn't see him forever. Um, The lead did change hands five times and was tied five different times. And like we said, Southern Miss was in it to to the last little four minute stretch there Mm -hmm. where Akron goes on a 17 to nothing run. Literally everything they threw up went in and then we kind of hard to start chunking them up with about a minute and a half to go uh, in we didn't make them, and then they go down to make another one. Yeah, um, I had a bad feeling when they held they held the ball, and it was like literally one second on the shot clock, and that guy just throws it, and it goes in. Yeah, from like, like 30 feet. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, but not I, a good yeah, feeling. But yeah, Southern Miss was spent. I don't know what's up with Kobe. I, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't know what's going on there, but obviously we're going to be a little bit thin, uh, especially if you just don't play him. Like, it's yeah. just weird. It's just, I don't, I don't. I'm not questioning anything or anything like that. I, I'm I'm just I just wondering what happened, you know, because mm-hmm. I think he's a good player and, and he, he just wasn't playing at all. Uh we obviously need Curbello in a bad way. Not yeah. that Mo can't do the job. Mo's doing great. You, you can't play 38 minutes a game, dude. You know, just not, not the, the solid defense long. that we play. We just can't. Yeah. There's there's not a second. We're not in motion and uh, you just can't catch your breath. I mean, we're 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 going to play Juan's uh, style of defense. Um, 
the whole game and and yeah you just can't do that it's just not sustainable we got we've got to get people in and guys off the bench have, have got to you know contribute and score no doubt if he can hear uh, my dog barking in the background that is dash everyone <laughs> so shout out he's out uh waking up the neighbors at 9 45 at night um and we should also mention that bryson hall was out sick and he didn't travel so we're a little bit thin we're not sure what happened with one guy and we didn't have a guy that didn't travel because of a sickness so right all that being said akron's good they're picked to win their league uh they were at home and i can't the announcers on tv they they've I want to say like their home opener record all time is, I don't know. I I, I don't know, but 77 and one, or, I don't know. It was, it was something crazy. So they're really good at home. We didn't play our best and we lost. Next up for Southern Miss basketball, we are playing Xavier of Louisiana, November the 15th. That is in two days on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at Reed Green Coliseum. After that, it's off to the Jacksonville Classic in St. Augustine, Florida, Utah Valley. We play them on Sunday, November 19th at 11 a.m., and then it's kind of depends on what happens. So November 20th, we play either Cornell or Cal State Fullerton. And then after that, the next game is South Dakota State at back at Reed Green on Wednesday, the 22nd at 7 p.m. So is that the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? No. Yeah, uh, I think it's. Uh, That'll see. be the next week. That'll be the next week. No, 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 no. The twenty second is the yeah the day before Thanksgiving. Cool, Turkey Night. Yeah. Tweet of the week, Pilo. What do we have for tweet of the week? We have <laughs> uh, average Southern Miss fan at AVG USM fan. Uh, took a picture of Coach Cardona sitting at the drum set in RGC, and the caption oh, read, "One yeah. and O." Oh. <laughs> Love it. Well done. Very, very, very well done. Um, yeah, Coach Juan sitting behind that drum set was really cool. Um, we do have a few other tidbits before we wrap this thing up. Um, in volleyball, they have uh, finished their season out. Libero Megan Harris. Libero. Libero, okay. Megan okay. Harris. Well, Megan Harris was the easy part. I should have just. I was like, did I write it wrong? Anyway, <laughs> that's a tricky word. I don't really. I don't understand what that position does. I've just heard it before. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, so she, she uh, became the 18th Golden Eagle in program history to reach a thousand career digs. So I wanted to give her her props there. In basketball, there's a few different things that I wanted to hit on. Number one, we're approaching. If we haven't already surpassed uh, 1500 season tickets sold for men's basketball uh, i want to say we we're like eight tickets away a few days ago so mm-hmm. probably over that 1500 mark which is cool um wednesday night at reed green coliseum is free t-shirt night if you are a student they're gold blooded t-shirts come early and be loud and I just saw this before we started recording. Uh, DeAndre Pinckney, friend of the show, he received Player of the Week award for round 10. I think it's week 10 over there. Uh, he had 24 points and nine rebounds as his team won 118 to 72. His team is undefeated in the season. And during that game, Pink shot 63.6% from the field. Oh. So Pink's feeling it. Yeah, we miss you, Pink. 
Yes. We, ooh, yeah, you're right. I bet he didn't <laughs> get a three of 10 from the line or whatever. <laughs> um, if you don't have anything else, man, let's go ahead and get the shout outs and get out. Yeah, let's do it. I'm feeling it. Um, so first off, I was actually in a meeting today and we were kind of working on uh, a presentation with some folks uh, in our firm. And um, I think eventually we got to the point where we were talking about uh, one of the one of the guys on the meeting is, is, is a state alum and fan and asked if I was coming up. And I, and I, I said, I think I'm coming. Uh, I think I'm going to make the trip. And um and then that kind of turned into another person on the call was like, well, I'm a USM alum, which I didn't know, which, uh, and so that kind of led to talking about, uh, the podcast and stuff like that. And so, um, I told them about that information and kind of shared with them. And so maybe they'll listen, maybe they won't, but if not, I'm gonna give a shout out to Roxanne Anderson, uh, USM alum, uh, um, appreciate you. And, uh, uh, it was a good meeting today. We were very productive. Uh, so that's one. Um, and oh, I had another one, but I did not write it down. So I'm going to punt it to you. And if I remember by the end of this, we'll go back. Okay. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the entire crew up at Fourth Street Bar uh, during the Louisiana game. Uh, of course, Slade and Char were there. Uh, Booty was running bar. Chris Leonard joined me for the first half. My buddy Eric for the second half. And you remember uh, it's the band C4? Remember them? Ugh. They're a good band. Right? And this guy's been in a few different bands since, since then. But uh, he ended up yes. sitting right next to me. And and he uh and and his name is Derek, and he was formerly the lead singer for, for C4. He was up there wearing his Southern Miss stuff. It was good times, man. We we just we had a great it was a great night. Whenever you win, whenever it's that exciting of a game, I think it's just fun to be. It's fun to be at the game, but if you can't be at the game, it's fun to be at a bar like Fourth Street where everybody there is pulling for the same team. It's just cool. You know? Yeah. So I had a good time. Um, like I mentioned in the open, my son Jack got himself baptized. So props to Jack. And and an even cooler thing for me, um, the DOB, right? Yeah. His wife Alicia were were they are 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 Jack's godparents. So they stepped up and did that. We we wanted to do it for a while, but we they they had to do it on a Saturday. So Dan's usually busy, right? Um <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a lot of free Saturdays, I would say. <laughs> so so we finally were able to to nail it down and 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 um, I'll tell you what, it's a good thing I showed up in a suit. I wasn't sure what to do. And I pull up and like Dan's all suited up. I was like, gosh. It's a good thing that I took those blue jeans off last minute. And I was like, you know what? I'll throw on the suit. Um, but anyway, no, it was, it was very, very nice of them to, to, to participate in that. And, um, and a cool moment for me, for me, uh, just being yeah. such a huge, you know, sort of miss fan. And the last one, I want, I want to give a shout out to the raging review that those guys are, are really good at what they do with this, with this, uh, yeah, they are with, with how they do it after the games. They must drink way less than I do during the games. <laughs> Uh, and live like next to the stadium because they yeah, get they have quick. To. Yeah, they're on uh, there so but, fast. But they and they've helped us out. They they uh, with how the the platform that we have to use and and we're basically stealing their idea, and we're not yeah. going to do it nearly as good as them. I don't think. But uh, there's not one. We've talked about doing a call in show forever, and they've just they just kind of opened the door for that. So. And we've traded ideas back and forth with, with these. Yeah. And, it, and we've bounced around a lot of, mm -hmm. like I said, in the open, like we, 
we've been wanting to do something. We just didn't know what it was. And I think the aha moment happened, uh, you know, Thursday night late. It was so cool. Yeah, I was was great. Look, I was up listening to it. And and of course, she's asleep. It's a work day, right? Yeah. It's a work night. And and she's asleep. And I'm listening to this thing on the way home. And then I come in and I'm still listening to it. And I thought I was sitting... I was sitting on the outside patio. I didn't think she could still hear. She could. And she let me know about it. But I was like, I'm sorry. This is just too funny. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, some Sutter Miss fans were, were calling. They infiltrated this, this Rage and Review call-in show. And they would set it up, too. They would be like, hey, this is Brian from uh, Shreveport. And, yeah, look, first of all, you guys are doing a great job. And I just want to tell you how much I really enjoy your coverage of Louisiana and also, I wanted to ask, like, uh, why is Southern Miss your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. And I love that they entertained it, and they were totally fine with that. They just yeah, good uh, dudes. They just hate being called Lafayette, uh, and so like, you can literally, uh, you know, say that we own them, and they're fine with that. They were totally cool with it. Um, so, uh, yeah, they they do a phenomenal job. Their production really good guys. I'm I'm awesome. so glad we're in this league. This is such a good. This is such a cool league. I, yep. I love it. Um, man, that is just about it. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I, I circled back around. I knew I had one more. Uh, yep. So I actually had the opportunity on Sunday. Uh, we were in church, and my mom texted me and was like, hey, uh, we're passing back through town. They had been up to Jackson to see uh, my aunt and uncle up there, and I had my grandparents with them, so my mom's parents were with them. So uh, we got to eat lunch at Movie Star and uh, spend some time with them and uh, I think we were talking just about life and uh, the podcast came up again. And so I actually uh, downloaded the podcast app on my grandmother's phone and uh, she said she's going to start listening. So uh, I said the word ass at least three times. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if we say something, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, Martha and Tommy Krebs, they are a huge part of my life. Uh, they live down in uh, Helena, uh, south uh uh, Moss Point, uh, North, somewhere around there, uh, in Jackson County. So they're, they are, uh, awesome and I uh, love them a lot. So, uh, huge shout out to them. This episode was of course brought to you by our good friends over at Fourth Street Bar and Grill, where they are famous for installing and servicing hangovers. Go see our friends at Fourth Street Bar today. Thanks for listening in everybody. Uh, whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at Bumper J Bailey and Patrick at P Lowry. You can follow us on all the socials at To The Top Talk. And don't forget about the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss, to the top. Talk. Subscribe to our YouTube. I could play. Or Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame You have lots of things to offer But Southern Mississippi puts you all shame I was born here in Hattiesburg Never ventured far away When it comes to playing football Here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay I could play for North Carolina 
Ohio State or LSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done the fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee but I chose Southern Mississippi and right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC Notre Dame You have lots Of things to offer But Southern Mississippi Put you all to shame I could play For North Carolina Ohio State Or LSU You play a good Game of football But Southern Mississippi Is a whole lot better than you Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980. 